Hello and welcome to Divine Enigma, a podcast that talks about how to navigate through the complexities of the workplace as a modern day professional whilst also having a side hustle simultaneously. My name is Sarah, your host for the podcast and um, I will be covering this episode on Agile PM and we're going to be looking at chapter six of the DSDM process. So let's get into it. 6.1 overview. In line with the DSDM philosophy, that best business value emerges when projects are aligned to clear business goals, delivery frequently, and involve the collaboration of motivated and empowered people. The DSDM approach to development and delivery is both iterative iterative and incremental with the most important business needs typically being addressed early whilst less important features are delivered later. Unlike most agile approaches, DSDM integrates project management and product development into a single process. For many organisations, DSDM is all that is needed. Although some gain value from integrating DSDM with other methods, for example, project management project management methods such as Prince2, which is what I help um, you be coached on whilst you go on my coaching plan, and PMI or software engineering practices from, say, extreme programming which is in short for xp now if you've got the agile pm book there's a figure um called the figure 6a and that's the dsdm process and if you look at the figure it kind of has a weird figure where you can see this evolutionary development and there's pre-project feasibility foundation and within the feasibility foundation there's always assembly review deploy deployment and post-project. So um, just let's go into it in a bit more detail. So the DSDM process model comprises of a framework which shows that the DSDM phase and how they relate to one another. The process model is then used by each project to derive their their life cycle. So 6.2, pre-project phase. The pre-project phase ensures that only the right projects are started and that they are set up correctly based on a clearly defined objective. 6.3 feasibility phase. The feasibility phase is intended primarily to establish whether the proposed project is likely to be feasible from technical perspective and whether it appears cost effective from a business perspective perspective i can't talk today <laughs> the efforts associated with feasibility should be just enough to decide whether further investigation is justified or whether the project should be stopped now as it is unlikely to be viable 6.4 foundation phase the foundation phase takes the preliminary investigations from feasibility to the next level. It is intended to establish a fundamental 
but not detailed understanding of the business rationale for the project, the potential solution that will be created by the project and how development and delivery of the solution will be managed by in intentionally avoiding low level of detail. The foundations phase should last no longer than a few weeks, even for large and complex projects. The detail associated with requirements and how they should be met as part of the solution is intentionally left until the evolutionary development phase of the project. The aim of foundations is to understand the scope of work and in broad terms how it will be carried out by whom, where and when. The foundations phase also determines the project life cycle by agreeing how the DSDM process will be applied to the specific needs of this of this project. For smaller, simpler projects, the feasibility found the feasibility and foundation phases can often be merged into a single phase. For larger, more complex projects, it may sometimes be necessary to revisit foundations after each deployment phase. So we're going to move into 6.5, evolutionary development phase. Building on the firm foundations that have been established for the project, the purpose of the evolutionary development phase is to evolve the solution. The the evolutionary development phase requires the solution development teams, team or teams, (laughs) to apply practice or practice practice such as um, iterative development, time boxing and Moscow prioritisation together with modelling and facilitating workshops to converge over time on an accurate solution that meets the business need and is also built in the right way from a technical viewpoint. Working with time boxes the solution development team creates solution increments iteratively, exploring the low-level detail of the requirements and testing continuously as they move forward. So we're going to read 6.6, which is deployment phase. So the objective of the deployment phase is to bring a baseline of the evolutionary solution into operational use. The release that is deployed may be the ultimate solution or a subset of the ultimate solution after the last release. The project is formally closed. So now there is a post-project phase. After the final deployment for the project, the post-project phase checks how well the expected business benefits have been met. So in 6.8, the life cycle in practice. Whilst there is a clear progression of phases from the pre-project to post-project, in the process diagram above, which is, I believe, the figure 6.6a, not 6.6a, um, <laughs> there, is, there are also arrows um, indicating a return path within the process, specifically the arrow from 
deployment to foundations and from deployment to evolutionary development. The process shows a framework and the options available. Each project derives from their life cycle from this process. The life cycle for the project is defined and agreed as part of the foundation's phase. So that's on page 29 and 28 of Agile PM. So let's go into Agile PM 6.9, configuring DSDM for scalability and formality. So DSDM recognizes the real value of agility in terms of project productivity and solution quality while acknowledging and accepting the necessary constraints that often exist when working in a corporate environment. Such constraints may include financial governance, architecture and or infrastructure strategies, regulatory governance, vendor agreements and third-party support considerations. The DSDM process can be configured and collaborated to cater for a range of projects, from small projects with light governance to large projects with strong governance needs. Typically, this is achieved by configuring a lifestyle appropriate for a specific project and determining an appropriate level of formality with which the DSDM products are defined, created, and approved. With regards to scaling, the project organization can easily be refined to support multiple teams with key roles acting as directors and coordinators across the teams. To support a more complex project structure, products such as the solution architectural definition development and approach um, definition, an approach definition, management approach definition, and the delivery path and time box review records can be made more elaborate and more formal than would be appropriate for smaller projects. So 6.10 is a summary of DSDM and it starts as DSDM, provides an iterative and incremental process with a total of six life cycle phases. Each phase has a specific purpose together with a number of defined products intended to support the evolution of the solution and the smooth running of the project. The DSDM Agile project framework is designed to work effectively with projects of various size and complexity. Through the tailoring of its various products, DSDM ensures control is demonstrated to a level of formality appropriate to the organisation, thereby running a project so that all benefits of Agile are achieved without compromising effective project governance. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Divine Enigma. We talked about the Agile um, DSDM um, process and um, we are going to move on to the next part of the show, which will be roles and responsibilities. 
take care and i'll move on to in fact i'll move on to the next um chapter in the next episode take care Royalty.